Afghanistan enters a new era in its modern history this week. And as they move forward in their next steps, I want to invite God's power and his help into all the circumstances that they find themselves in and that we find ourselves in. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We're in episode 148 today, and we are going to be praying for the circumstances surrounding the recent developments in Afghanistan. But before we do that, I want to open with a bit of worship. We'll be in two passages today for this. First Chronicles 16:29 is the first one, and it says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name, bring an offering and come before him, worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. And Psalm 66, 1 through 4 says, Let the whole earth shout joyfully to God, sing about the glory of his name, make his praise glorious. Say to God, How awe inspiring are your works! Your enemies will cringe before you because of your great strength. The whole earth will worship you and sing praise to you. They will sing praise to your name. Selah. Let's just get right to it. Let's let's go to God and worship Him. Father, this is how I want to open today by ascribing to you the glory of your name, by bringing an offering this morning of our time and our attention and our pride and our plans. We give them to you as an offering, and we worship you in your holiness. We recognize that you are set apart, that you are not like us, that you are so worthy of our worship. We pray that the whole world would shout joyfully in your name and sing of your glory. But we say this morning, those who are here (laughs) together, we say how awe-inspiring are your works, the small ones the big ones, the things like Jesus's obedience unto the cross that allows me to come into your presence, the, the, the like, that's the, what feels like the biggest to me right now, your creation of the world, but also in all the small things, the little ways that you arrange our circumstances, that you comfort us, that you provide us refuge, that you give us strength, all the ways, the, the words that you speak into us in our own hearts, in your scriptures and through friends and teachers, all the ways that you are working in our world today, they are all awe-inspiring. Your enemies will cringe before you, this verse says, Psalm 66 says, because of your great strength. We recognize that this morning, that you are eventually the winner. Well, I guess theologically, you've already won, and eventually all of your enemies will understand that, and they will bow before you. Father, I just worship you this morning for your worthiness to be worshipped, for your strength and your glory and your holiness and your righteousness and your power. We love you. We're so grateful that you're here with us this morning, all the time. As I, I feel this unsettledness, this discombobulated, I've had this odd morning, I pray that you would come in and bring peace into this place and confidence as we pray. So we know we can boldly come before you and ask whatever we desire. Pray that you would give me boldness and strength and wisdom in my requests this morning. And that this time is yours. Do with it what you will. Draw us closer to you and to Jesus. Amen. All right, so this is not going to be a political morning. This is outside of politics. 
But it comes out of this intense sadness that I have felt over this whole situation for a long time. And I have a whole bunch of verses here. And I'll probably pick and choose. I I probably have eight. I'm not sure that they're in any wise order (laughs) because of the morning I've had. But I'm just going to start with a verse. And we'll pray through that. And then we'll just keep going. So, Father, I'm going to start with Proverbs 31, 8, and 9. It says, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. Father, This was an instruction to us, and I ask that you would help us to follow it. But I also ask that you would release your power and your help to the people of Afghanistan, the people who are unsure of their future, people who are um, feeling traumatized by all the events leading up to now and now. But I guess let me stop and let me start at the beginning. I want to assert my knowledge that you know it all, and I don't. Like, I know such a fraction of the number of stories and the depth and the amount and the place and the location of the pain that's over there. I know such a fraction of what has gone on in the last few weeks as this has become a story highlighted in the national news again, this, this pullout of our troops, how that's all happened and what's gone on. And I know a fraction of the things. Anybody else listening that's not intimately involved in those details also only knows a fraction. But you know it all. You know where the needs are. You know what the future holds. And I come this morning to you with a request for hope, well-being, and healing, and provision and protection in so many ways for the people there who who need it. And you know exactly where those needs are. So I, I ask you to release those things into, into that population. The people who are considering and who will be heading for the borders on foot. Estimates are up to 500,000 people in the months to come will be on foot refugees with very little to eat, very little water, very no shelter, and they need your help. And I pray that you would not only mobilize people to help them and find resources, but they, they need your help. And I pray that they would find you in those moments when they need it. Pray that you would protect those who need protection. Pray for particularly the women and girls and children of Afghanistan that as they move forward in the months to come, that you would guard them, surround them, Keep them safe. Let them find hope and encouragement. Let them find community. Let them find your face. Pray that as leadership that's in place there and that's in place in all of the other nations of the world, as they begin to make decisions, as we move forward and trying to figure out how do we interact now, pray that they would be wise. Pray that you would guide those decisions in a way that honors you, that is compassionate. Pray for the worst that we expect not to happen. Pray that somehow this would be um, life-giving to that country that for so long has its roots in oppression and tribalism. And I pray that you would uproot that 
pray that somehow out of what feels like devastation and what feels like a, a burnt fire landscape, that you would grow truth and righteousness and peace. I have no idea how that could possibly happen, but I, I know that you have the power to do so. Draw people to you. Help us on the outside as 100,000 people have been pulled out, whether they're American citizens or whether they're allies of Americans or whether they are Afghanis who have, been, who have, who have left. I pray that they find safe harbor. Pray that they are able to rebuild lives. Pray that as, as they come into communities, that they are welcomed. I pray that the, the way that the world has treated refugees in the past is not the story this time. I pray that we look at those without a home and without roots, and we see ourselves mirrored in their eyes because this place is not our home either, and our roots are elsewhere. I pray that we would find compassion and love in very practical ways. Pray that communities would welcome them. I pray that they would grow new lives that would honor you. And regardless if they do or not, I pray provision over those communities and over those people. Pray that you would facilitate all of the little unseen miracles that need to happen for peace and healing and and good things to grow in Afghanistan. And I pray that you would just set those in motion right now, that you would send protection, that you would send provision, that you would send your peace, that your message would grow in small underground ways, and that it cannot be ignored. And not only in Afghanistan, but in all of the areas that will be dealing with the fallout from this situation. Some of those will be our political arenas. Some of those will be communities. Some of those will be um, NGOs and health organizations. And some of those will be border guards. And some will be those who help feed and clothe and provide for refugees. And I totally skipped forward without any, <laughs> without any scriptures, didn't I? So let me go back to that for just a moment. Job 5, 15 and 16 say, He saves the needy from the sword in their mouth. He saves them from the clutches of the powerful so that the poor have hope and injustice shuts its mouth. And I pray for that to be true in so many ways, in, in the halls of power and on dusty border crossings. I pray that you would save the poor and the needy from the clutches of the powerful, that you would give them hope and that injustice would be banished. Jeremiah 22.3 says, This is what the Lord says, Do what is just and right. Rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place. And Father, I pray that that would be true in your people, that we would look at this situation, whether we are just talking about it from a distance or whether we are actively involved. I pray that this would be our, oh, battle cry isn't the right word, but that this would be our theme, that this would be what guides us, that we are all about doing what is just and right and rescuing the oppressor, of doing no wrong or violence to the foreigner or the fatherless or the widow and not shedding innocent blood. 
First John 3, 17 and 18 says, If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. And Psalm 82, 3 says, Defend the weak and the fatherless. Uphold the cause of the poor and oppressed. As we think about those two verses, I pray that you would move in the hearts of your people to help in more than just words but to help in action, in defending the weak and the fatherless and upholding the cause of the poor and oppressed. Pray that we would find real ways, practical ways, physical ways, not just talking about it ways, to help others. And particularly in this case, bring those resources to the Afghan people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, friends, for being with us. I so appreciate you joining with me and continuing in this series of current event prayers. If you're watching on the Grace and Gravel Road Facebook page, uh, we will be back again on Monday. And next week, we'll be dealing with issues surrounding the pandemic. If you're a podcast listener, thank you for joining us there. And I would love it if you would share the show with a friend if you have found it helpful and encourage them to join us. We are here because Grace and the Gravel Road, who helps Christian women grow a God-first life in business. And my heart is that as we do this, as we gather together in prayer, that we would all grow in our prayer lives, that God would answer these prayers in mighty ways. But I also want us each to fall deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we're speaking. Amen. Amen.